There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What up? This is almost accurate. I'm Jake. I'm John Dingus. And Ryan, you're back. John you're back. Dingus. John Dingus. We're Thank back you. for another week of Almost Accurate, a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. Ryan, I don't know about you, but I can feel my energy levels are starting to peak and I can feel the funny starting to flow through me. I'm not I'm not full of salmon at all. And I'm just ready to podcast. I peaked in high school. Never made it back. I cry a lot. Didn't we all? <laughs> We're all Thought about killing myself. Well, <laughs> Tart turns for John Dingus. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to come out of John Dingus's mouth next. Yes. You don't want to know, some would say. Yeah, like putting a conchu on your nuts and being like, how these nuts taste or putting a conchu trinket in your butt and be like, how's this butt taste? <laughs> That's so, right. We're going to be talking about Moon Knight episode three at some point today. Yeah, we can talk about it now. We watched that. Well, oh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. We first. watched that. Well, we ate. De- yeah. Sizzle for something we definitely will not remember to circle back on. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we watched Moon Knight episode three. And I am liking this show so far, but I, I think the biggest takeaway for this was that Khonshu, a.k.a. Egyptian god of the moon, and I guess some other things. He's a chicken. He's yeah. a KFC chicken. Yeah, he's like a decapitated chicken. They're like, hey, you fucking chicken butt. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, just live my best life, Fuck bitch. Off. Let me turn back the night. Whoop, whoop. And he's like, I'm going to get really in trouble for this. And they're definitely going to put me in stone. And guess what the council of the gods did they put his ass in stone and then ethan hawk walked in and was like can he hear us can he taste what i'm about to do to him (laughs) and he takes a trinket and you know it's hot in the desert so you know the nuts is salty so he tucked him between his balls and his dick you know in between there maybe got him in the grundle or in that little pocket between your balls and like your leg yeah he's like Suck it. I don't know. It, I, I, we we went over what the craziest things he could do there. You just recently watched the episode of Seinfeld wherever there's a few silly Jerry. Kramer yeah. makes a a Jerry out of pasta. Yeah. Um, a few silly pasta. Because Jerry's silly because he's a comedian. Yeah. And uh and at the end of it, George's dad ends up slipping and falling on that and it goes in his butt. So after you had seen that, we had discussed it, and then we were talking about where Ethan Hawke would go and grab this trinket and put it. Can he eat it? Can he taste it? Can he hear us? Can he hear us? Like God, we, think so. So. we think so. We think so. Well, guess what? 
<laughs> taste these nuts uh, and eat this ass. Slowly unzips pants and cuts. Back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really big uh, what cliffhanger. Yeah, it was. It we were all. Will he or the, won't he? Will he? Will he? <laughs> it's kind of like how you felt about Ross and Rachel. You know, will they or won't? Will they? they will they? <laughs> yes, they definitely will. One hundred percent. What about Niles and Daphne? Ah, uh, yes. That was a little bit different, though, because there wasn't as much flirtiness in the beginning. It was just unrequited love. And then eventually we worked our way there. And Maris got in the way all the time. What about that episode where they went to Egypt? Oh, and they, and they like, kissed? Oh, yeah. What about? <laughs> I can't remember. Is that where the honeymoon was? Or the wedding? Because that's when Niles kissed Daphne. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched just- my favorite TV show. I've never seen an episode of Frasier. I was just throwing something oh. out there and then tying it back with Moon Knight. Oh, well, I'm go cool. fuck yourself. Why, how cool. dare you play with my emotions like that? <laughs> how dare you? How God Spell his ass off. <laughs> Which was a line. Oh. Um, yeah. Niles is the best part of that show. Um, the scene wherever he puts it in his butt has probably been the best scene of this whole. The best scene of Frasier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes you got to get pegged to get what you want, you know? Ain't too proud to beg. Ain't too proud to pig. <laughs> Ain't too proud to pig. Um, Let's go. So, Jake, <laughs> when are we going to start the episode? <laughs> here we go. What did you? What do you think about Moon Knight's newest episode overall? It's good. I think this is better than the last one. Yeah, the last one was a bit like. I feel like the the Marvel shows they like to set up a mystery. They get solved really quickly. It's only six episodes. Yeah. And so I, I think that we we saw that with like WandaVision and especially with this one where in the first like episode or episode and a half, it's all like, oh, my God, this is a big mystery. What's going on? And they very quickly go out of their way to explain pretty much everything that's going on. And then it very uh, soon after becomes your standard standard kind of boilerplate marvel plot formula marvel you're like, oh, plot yes. action. you're like okay yes this feels much more familiar though i will say loki for me had that it pretty much throughout kept me trying to figure out what was going on the whole time now that i've seen like the third episode i'm starting to put the pieces together and have a, a tighter grip on what's going on same with wandavision i thought that kept me in a little more suspense yeah. it took a while to put the pieces together did not feel the same way about hawkeye it was probably one of the weaker of these Disney Plus shows that we I would watched. say it's better than uh the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that may be I think it was like the weakest I one. I think those two are probably at the bottom for me. But definitely I liked WandaVision a lot. Loki's probably my favorite still. Yeah. So, I'll agree with that. This is uh I think it's pretty good. And I think that a lot of people are not as familiar with this character. So maybe there's a little bit of like that mystery going on too. But that like, kind of makes him be that? whatever he wants. So you yeah. can make him be whatever you want. And you already have like a backstory. So he's already got some good stuff. Looks cool, right? It does look very cool. There's Moon Knight and there's Mr. Knight when yeah. he's Steven and he's Mr. Like Knight Knight. Like, yeah, Mr. Bitches. Knight Knight. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Did I beat you to the punch? Were you going to say that? Uh, I was trying to, but oh. you were just miles ahead. Uh, there's no way, no way of getting there. Uh, that's kilometers ahead for those of you listening overseas. Does anybody overseas listen to it? Yeah, well, at some point they did. Yep. All right. Well, maybe they'll listen to this one too. All those metric conversions I was doing for no reason. I bet. Yeah, they're like the American people or the Southern people. Be like, God damn, what the hell is that? Be like, yeah. it's three beer cans. Yeah, three beer cans long. Where you're like, my dick is four inches long. Be like, in metric, that's like a thousand 
centimeters. It's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. If anybody was wondering, Conchu knows what that's like. Now he's got a big ass beak, dude. He does. But he's about to get a beak full of ass after friggin' uh, ass full of beak. No, oh god, I looks <laughs> sharp. I don't think I'd do it. That statue is too sharp. I mean, that dude's in the pain. He like broke up some glass and walked in it. He did do that. So, so you know yeah, oh, I bet he did, dude. He's a sadomasochist. This is one hundred percent within Ethan Hawke's character. He's definitely so. one of those dudes that has a dungeon in his house and gets beat up by somebody. Yeah, you're probably right. Twist his nuts, beat him with like a whip on his pecker. Yeah, take the little feather duster and tickle this taint. Yeah. Yeah. Brian knows about that taint tickling. I don't know anything about taint tickling. Oh, I'm trying to put the pieces tickling. together there. Would that feel good or is that not good? The pieces of the glass you put in your sandals and you're like, oh my God, look at my, I'm walking on my cane. You're like, <laughs> I'm about to bust a nut because I'm in so much pain. It's lovely this time of year. <laughs> you, I'll always bust a nut when I'm trying to summon an, an ancient Egyptian god. And they're like, hey, stop trying to do that. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. You can't <laughs> stop me. <laughs> Ah, I think you should put that guy in stone and then leave the room. Everybody get out. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little bit like, come on, man. So basically they put him in stone because uh, Khonshu um, and they did like some soft um, introduction of all these people. It's pretty Um, hard for me. Huh? Was it pretty hard? You about to bust a nut? Get out of here. (laughs) God, not my face. Get out of here. Always make you got something on your face. Oh damn! <laughs> you hit Sorry. your microphone. It went down like I got. Whoa. I got too excited, and my microphone became flaccid suddenly. And it happens to the best I, of us. I beat it right out of the way. Just beat it. Um, I would say that I thought this episode was better than the last. I'm interested in what the mystery is, though. I don't find this to be as captivating as Loki as well. And at this point, it's. I still don't know if it's going to be better than Wandavision and. Um, Loki, or if it's going to be like you know medium, or it's going to be subpar, kind of like a winter or Falcon Winter's Winter Soldier. I think whether it's six to landing or not is part of it for me. Yeah, it's all about the ending, right? Because they all wind up in that kind of standard Marvel formula at some point. But I think it's a the characters and b the execution, depending on whether you kind of connect with it or not and that's why it was so good in Loki and WandaVision why some of the other ones like Winter Soldier I was just like yeah it's kind yeah, of a lack of did, action too in this did do it because I, yeah not a lot really because they like talk about shit and then they're like love. zone out and then it's like people are dead and they're like whoa what's going on they love talking about Egypt don't they yeah <laughs> they talk about it be about fucking it. talking about some Egypt don't they well you know in the new um, I don't know if it's Thor I think it might be the Thor movie that um Christian Bale's gonna be the god killer. They just released Oh like, yeah, Gore what, the God Killer. Yeah, they released what kind of what he's gonna look like. He's gonna be all whited out and stuff. And this is like the phase for gods, because we're with gods right now, and then you have um I guess we've always had Thor, so that kind of it's always been a thing. But um they're introducing gods and stuff, and I think that that'll be where they take it to next. Based on everything I've seen. And then uh, supposedly maybe Nightmare might be a part of um, this new Marvel um, multiverse as well as Deadpool, who's not a god, but might as well be because people are like, he he can do no wrong. He has that godlike cult status. So, yes. Yeah. People love that shit. People drinking the Deadpool Kool-Aid all day. I Uh, like (laughs) Kool-Aid. 
Right. I got a new uh, I got a new keyboard yesterday and I'm pretty excited. I've been getting into mechanical keyboards lately. I love loud, clicky, clocky keyboards because I'm a big fucking nerd. Yeah, it's people like you that everybody else wants to kill when yeah. you start typing. It's a good thing I work from home because this shit is fucking loud, but I love it. It is a satisfying typing experience. But the reason I bring this up is A, I'm looking at it and B, I'm also looking at something else. So when I took this out of the package from Amazon, I was like this this big like anime character plastered all over the side of the box. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well that's, that's interesting. I bet there's going to be nothing else. I bet that's not going to come back, but not only that, some boots and like some, uh, like thigh high, um, like pantyhose and her boobs are not that big, which is kind of a surprise because you think they would accentuate that. She's got pigtails, like an anime character, <laughs> young Asian woman with a big jacket. Yeah, she's got a big jacket on mm-hmm. it. I'll be big jacking it too. Anyways, so there and the other the other part was that the uh the instructions on the or mostly in Chinese with a little bit of English written in it. Is and it broken but, English? But, but like- then on the back but then on the backside, of course, there's a full like spread. Yeah, full spread of this anime character. And there was also a uh, sticker uh, sticker sheet that fell out. And I was like, I bet Ryan would appreciate this. I'm going to put it on my wife's car. Yeah. <laughs> you got three of them of different sizes. Yeah. Put so. the big one right on the back. She'll never know. <laughs> be like, who the fuck is this? Be like, oh, it's Newfie. Yeah. You, you got to yeah. be down for they that Newfie. They make keyboards and sexy anime girls apparently. what if you so. found out that they were into other stuff like this is like the model for like i'm afraid st- to look at this point stuff <laughs> that like it's beyond keyboards now i really was like Your keyboards actually uh a recycled butt plug <laughs> this keyboard i've liked this keyboard a long time i've been like watching reviews of it but then i ordered the thing and i was like I honestly thought I had ordered the wrong thing when I took it out. It was just like this big anime character. I was like, I hope I didn't get, just get scammed or what, some shit. What if you just got like this big blow up tall and you're like, <laughs> oh no. Gotta make the most of the moment, eh? <laughs> this isn't gonna help me type, but <sighs> yeah, like, feel like passed out. Uh, Olivia comes home and you got like a half blown tall. Yeah, just, just passed out. My face is blue and there's just like a deflate, a semi inflated like yeah, that's the worst case scenario. A slight chub. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> you belt around your neck because no, you were getting ready. No oxygen <laughs> coming into my head, but yeah. Now that is the absolute worst case scenario. Um, but this keyboard, uh, quick review. <laughs> I like it so far. Yeah, the whole packaging and theming, not quite sure what to make of it as, as much. But that's yeah. weird that that would be like a keyboard. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I really don't understand the the whole. Well, I think it's probably like sex sells, but at the same time, it doesn't make sense. For yeah, like but a keyboard. you didn't put it on anything else but the box and a sticker set and the whole back of the fucking <laughs> instructions. Maybe so. to get people to look, but I mean, but they not, just need to put Clippy sell in this here. St- yeah, exactly. They Bring don't sell Clippy. this in stores. So you could put fucking, yeah, like you said, Clippy from Microsoft Word 2003. More sense there. Makes so much more sense. Yeah, there's a lot more typing going on. There's a lot less hands on the keyboard when... uh, Well, stationary. (laughs) Keyboard kind of goes along with stationary. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, that's my quick review of the Nufi Air 75 wireless keyboard and the Nufi (laughs) company mascot, Uh, apparently, whose name is also Nufi. 
Damn. And this Original. is not a joke. When I looked at this on Amazon, my computer kept uh, autocorrecting Newfie to Nippy. And I don't know if that skewed my results at all. But, <laughs> so you're uh, going to see a bunch of cold people? Yeah, exactly. A bunch of cold people <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of gamers, uh, because, you know, we definitely were, uh, the Razer headset has allegedly saved a gamer's life after stopping a bullet. Ryan, this comes from, via courtesy of comicbook.com and a Razer Kraken headset has stopped a bullet recently and appears to have saved the life of the gamer who was wearing it. The owner, Redditor, of course he is, Enough Dance 956 shared their account on the Razer subreddit along with pictures of the damaged headset and proof of the incident that... They recounted. It appears they also got in touch with Razor to thank them afterwards after they reportedly sending them. What the fuck is this shit made out of? I don't understand. And how does that not rattle your head? And how far was the shot from? And like looking at the damage, yeah, it's significant, but it isn't like that significant. Were they just gaming like outside somewhere? Where did he kill the wrong person in the game? Baby, and they're like motherfucker. It's time to die. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite understand what's going on well, he there, probably but. said some nasty things to that person who, like teabagged him in the game they're like take that bitch and you're like i'm tired of being a bitch yeah exactly he got off, kill him he was got off work after a long hard day at work he put the put the razor headset on got online fired off a few in bombs and someone came and shot him <laughs> it was me i did it because he deserved it yeah well i've heard all sorts of things whenever <laughs> i've played these games um People are so mean and children are the worst, man. It's like they know like five words like a toddler, but they just keep recycling them in just new ways. Yeah. It's all your mom and your mom this and teabag your mom this. Yeah. Always with the teabagging. Always teabagging. Ethan Hawke is a child. No one ever teabags someone in real life. (laughs) Maybe that's less on a Disney Plus show. Playing Ethan Hawke. So, yeah, he posted that um, on Wednesday morning at 1030 a.m., a stray bullet went through my window and hit the razor. Head and what day was top. it? Wednesday. Get a fucking job, man. What do you do for a living? Yeah. Wednesday morning. Maybe he got off the night shift or maybe he's unemployed. He's unemployed. He's unemployed. We're probably still live with his mom. We're going to go ahead and call it now. I'm going to look at his fingers. Look like he they li- have Dorito. He's unemployed and it. lives in a war zone is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah, but he might be in the ghetto or something. I would have been a dead kid at age of 18. I couldn't imagine all the pain my family and friends would have been through. Uh, And how much games I wouldn't get to play. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, good for you. Person's name, I don't remember. It's time to talk about Will Smith. (laughs) He's banned for 10 years. Oh, man, they really hit him where it hurts after they gave him that Oscar that he's worked so hard for. People got really upset about this, but I was like... That's you assaulted somebody on national TV on live TV. Yeah. And then you cussed him out. Yeah. And then you I mean, the Oscar. joke wasn't even that good. Yeah, no, it's not worth punching somebody over. And they have said worse on his TV show about it's them such, entanglements and shit like that. It's such a dated reference that most people like who the fuck in that audience has watched G.I. Jane. Um, and, Will Smith and Jada are both like really approaching their 50s if they're not already in their 50s. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. There's no. Yeah. 
Come on. Death. The more we hear about this, the worse, the dumbest this gets. And And 10 years is not that long to be not invited to a party. Yeah. Wow. You're not invited to a party. It's going to take up what, like six hours of his life over the next 10 years that he's wasted all that time with Jada. So, I mean, well, he's already got the Oscar he's already wanted. So why the fuck is he going to show up to the party? (laughs) No, like the after party was clearly where it was at. Yeah. And he he clearly didn't give a shit. Rock. So, he did not give a shit. He was out celebrating and dancing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I played Venus and Serena's dead. What the fuck you want from me? I'll take them to school and take your bitch ass to school, Chris Rock. Chris Rock said that he's willing to talk about what happened and how he feels, but the money's got to be there. Yeah. He's like, he's just. Who's not going to get yeah, that? Just watching him after that. He's like standing off at the back of the stage. Like, so is some. Is someone going to do something? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll it's, give him a standing ovation. It's, oh, don't worry. We're going to ban him from this for the next 10 years. After the awards, two weeks after the awards, but well, over. so weird. It's like we got him. His colleagues gave him uh, props and acted like the slap never happened. And then like the punishment was like 10 years. It's like. What is going on with the the board or whatever, and just like everybody that's in it? Of motion picture associations. Yeah. Or people love to point out like injustices, and right. getting smacked is an injustice. I mean, it was a terrible joke, and he shouldn't have said it in the first place because I think it shouldn't have hit. To be smacked because that wasn't very funny. It wasn't, but I mean, nothing <laughs> the to comedian's get comedians worst bit nightmare. out of hand or bit out of shape about. So it's just weird. People pick and choose like how far they're gonna cut the onion. He's banned for ten years. But he got a standing ovation, so yeah. go figure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I am too. I'm ready, Those to I'm ready to move on. Hoity toity Hollywood dumb fucks. I just they're idiots. Well, have to, uh, have Jared to Leto. He lives there, he's probably, probably right up there. The stage, <laughs> like a gremlin, like <laughs> Will Smith. Before anyone gets an Oscar, they have to answer Jared Leto's Riddles 3. <laughs> If you can't answer, you have to go. If you can't answer, you have to go hit Chris Rock in the face. <laughs> um, so we got to see Vanya become Victor as Ellen Page has become Elliot Page. So the character is transitioned as well. Convenient. Well, yeah, they probably wrote it that way. Yeah, they obviously <laughs> did. But I think that uh, he has a I think that he also has maybe a stake in writing because Vanya previously was really one of the main characters. And I think constantly uh, the problem child yeah Elliot page was also involved in the uh, production and writing of this so i think that makes sense and uh, i think that anything that uh you know they're comfortable with i think makes sense so not a huge surprise that they chose to to go this way but fuck umber the second season was so good so i'm i'm genuinely really excited for june when season three drops how crazy is it that ellen page played a underage teenage uh, girl yeah and that was such like a modern time kind of thing and then now she's become elliot and it's just like a strange thing like you're such an icon for you say the same about bruce jenner (laughs) well running in the being a um a a man's gold medalist yeah. yeah and then like her role as like identifying more with girls than guys 
and that was like her big role yeah. and now it's like you know i it's just crazy to think considering if you look back on all that yeah just how popular that was especially like in high school that really was a super like i don't know i guess it was just like a watershed moment where it shows like a teenage pregnancy story that it fucking Michael Sarah running around being Polly Bleaker. How like did just, Michael Sarah get laid before me? Right, to- <laughs> he got some girl knocked up in high school. I couldn't even Run around do anything but touch shorts. myself in yeah. high school. Nobody wanted to touch me. <laughs> it blows my mind. Yeah, I, I think it just—I don't know. Maybe it's just a testament of finally being able to feel comfortable in your own skin. But yeah, but there, I think that there's, you know, I, I don't iconic think that, moment for that movie and how it reflected like the common person during I, that time. I don't think that transgender people that they ever feel maybe necessarily ashamed of like past accomplishments, especially like, no, I'm not I, saying ashamed, but no, I'm just saying like that was like, like a big, like girl, moment like that was yeah. showing like a girl side of things and then all of a sudden uh, well not all of a sudden it took like 15 years later entire life yeah we're being honest well yeah <laughs> but i mean it took 15 years to reveal that to the yeah. public and it just kind of like oh you're a dude now you know yeah it's I, weird. I, maybe a shame was wrong but yeah they don't need to look back on their past and i don't think they do look back on past accomplishments especially when you're a very high profile person that's in the public consciousness but I think it just goes to show that uh, eventually you want to feel comfortable being who you are. And I think that's a good thing. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Juno is a huge movie. And I don't think that if you are maybe a little bit younger than us I, and you're not like, you know, what is the big deal? Juno is a big deal. That was a big deal as a movie. Yeah, because it came out, so. people were 16 and pregnant was kind of new on the scene. Yeah, it, uh, that was right around that era as well. Yeah. So let me ask you this so before we couldn't fight um ellen page because you know boys don't hit girls but now (laughs) elliot page is new on the block what do you think that you could fight elliot page and win are we talking about elliot page the actor or their character that is always about to end the world i'm talking about the person I think they would still kick my ass. You think so? <laughs> I think I got a good shot. I think, <laughs> think you got I think I could I'd take him. Anyways. It's kinda like maybe like who would you fight in all of history? And people are like, oh, Abraham Lincoln. You fight Abraham Lincoln? He's lanky. I don't know if I could take him. People, most people He's got like, long reach. I'd fucking kill Hitler. And you're like, I bet I could beat up Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you know, it's anybody in history. <laughs> It's no need to judge me. (laughs) No need to judge where my priorities are. Don't be hating. I would knock that top head right off. I know he did off his big ass head. I know he did a lot of good, but he can also also answer to these fists. (laughs) (laughs) Set the record straight. Yeah, my right fist to my left fist, north and south is what. And then when he falls down, just teabag the motherfucker. (laughs) Um, Jim Carrey says that he's going to retire. Um, so from acting, yeah. So now Jim Carrey said, um, he'd make another Ace Ventura movie if Christopher Nolan directed it. Gonna go out on a limb and say Christopher Nolan is not going to do the next Ace Ventura movie. He may, you never know. He's doing that movie about Robert Oppenheimer, and apparently Josh Peck is going to be in it. Yeah, so he can work with anybody. Yeah, but he, he can't, they're not going to do Ace Ventura. Get out of here. What if they did Ace? It was just regular Ace Ventura, but it was all told out of order. 
No, you mean like uh, yeah. friggin' Pulp Fiction, <laughs> yeah. but Ace Ventura? Yeah. Uh, uh, what? So, so he's talking great. through his butt in the beginning, and right, then you're the like, beginning, and then it "How did this happen? Like, this is such a complex character. How did he become to be this way?" That's all you have to do to make a movie look smart is just tell it out of order, and everyone's gonna be like, "Great filmmaker." That's what I'm gonna start doing with you my know, songs. Exactly what this is what we're gonna do with this podcast. We're gonna start with the end and then go backwards, and then jump back to the beginning, and then back to the middle. Then a little bit before the end, then a little bit before, a little bit after the beginning, and then right in the middle, and then we're just gonna bullshit for a little bit in the middle. And the order has gonna, blown my head off. We're going to end with the beginning, and then that's that's an episode. That's Christopher Dolan directing an episode of Almost. Feel Decade. like I am not prepared for any of that. Yeah, I will never. I will. That will break down after about three minutes of trying to keep that story structure in place. Also, um, since we're talking about Sonic, I will mention. Obviously, that Jim was Carrey. a joke. Also, there's not, no you're way a liar. That was Jim, nothing but there's truth. No way that Jim Carrey was being serious when he said that. Oh, he had to have been. That's uh, like unless <laughs> now now again unless that's like when you were you know when you were like in high school and you're talking to a girl you liked you know, like how oh, I didn't be, talk to any girls be, in high school crazy. let's be honest it'd be so dumb if we made out you know lol unless I never unless. said that <laughs> that would be like that's killing just, a person I'd be just, so embarrassed that's just Jim Carrey putting that at, oh that'd be so funny if we did that you know unless you're into it Christopher Dole. <laughs> We can make it happen. Unless you, unless you, it'd be so fun if we did Ace Ventura 2, you know, LOL, unless. You mean Ace Ventura 3? Unless you're into that, unless, yeah, Ace Ventura 3. Um, well, that, it, the new Sonic movie is is uh, his biggest, highest grossing film. Uh, Bruce Almighty Crazy to think is about. second. Sonic 1, number three. The Grinch, um, which I will also mention that in Sonic, I got some Grinch carry vibes in there grinch carry yeah <laughs> grinch carry vibes so the grinch is his fourth and batman forever wow being number five yeah kind of shocked like ace ventura kind or shocked um, that two sonic movies are in the in top five <laughs> oh, i'm sure inflation so two of them the housing market wild discovery warner media merger closes after 43 billion dollar acquisition that's a lot of money ryan yeah i mean just cut me off a, a sliver just one percent's all i'm asking for i'll be all right yeah so at the conclusion of business today discovery and att have announced the planned transaction combining warner media and discovery into one entity so officially now titled warner brothers discovery inc the new company will combine everything under the warner brother umbrella including dc hbo new line cinema adult swim cartoon network with all that was previously owned by Discovery, like TLC, HGTV, Channel, oh, Channel yeah. and Discovery Plus. Is Food Network on there? Yes, Food Network is a part of it. Oh, man. If Talk about boner If you don't have Discovery Plus, you need to get it because you can get HGTV, Food Network. I'll die happy man, and, dog. And, of course, our all-time favorite, Mountain Monsters, all commercial free, all in one app. <laughs> Anything with Guy Fieri getting Honest, so much ass. Honestly, yeah. Diners drive-ins and dives and fucking bigfoot shows all in one app it is literally the best streaming service that's ever been created <laughs> i love animals so this would be something that i'd Animal watch planets on there too so <laughs> and i realize the older i get like i watched like discovery as a kid at work there's a range of us we're probably all like at least like 15 years difference and everybody's kind of in between we were talking about like watching like cooking shows and shit like that i'm like I thought this was just an old man thing, but apparently everybody does it. 
Yeah. I'm not as old as I feel. It's the best app there's ever been. My mom's got it. And we've gone over there and watched it. Yeah, I can give you the login for that. Yeah, you're going to want to make some use of you that. You know what I really love? <laughs> and we watched recently. Too Cute, dude. You ever seen Too Cute? Uh, that's on the end of a planet, right? Oh, yeah, dude. I have seen that. <laughs> oh, man, that's like the best show. It's like crack. Oh, it is. <laughs> Just put your head in a I can't fist. watch a lot of it, but I can watch some of it. And I'm like, oh, this is too cute. Oh, man, I just die of cutest cuteness overload. And then the English man is like, "Uh oh, look what this baby's doing. And you're like, oh, it's so cute. He's in peril, but he's not really. He thinks he is. Um, Yeah. So that's like my go to show. I, it's on Hulu. So we were able oh, to go back nice. and watch it. Yeah. Most of that discovery stuff is on Hulu. But yeah, I think the big plus for Discovery Plus was the fact that it's all like ad free. So you can just blitz through and at like multiple episodes of my lottery dream home and a fraction of the time. Delicious. Delicious. Oh, David. <laughs> I watched that in a while, but yeah, I think they put out a bunch of new stuff like post COVID. They had a big pause like most stuff did, but I think he's out there. I think hanging. he's also out there hanging out with people. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well documented with him circling that when he always, oh God, like, circles he always is so hand jiving. He said like, something on one of his later episodes where someone had pointed that out and he's like, I think he has a complex about it now. Does he? <laughs> I oh so. man, I want to see that. Did they call him out? They're like, yeah, David, I love how you just yeah, roll your hand. It's like a tick or whatever. And he's like, he circles it. He's like, yeah, because everyone likes to talk about this and I just can't help it or something. Well, I thought he was just trying to be very <laughs> engaging with his hands to give some life to like pretty much a meaningless shot. Yeah, the, where there, he's looking at three houses where he's clearly seen this piece of paper already. He's This is not a surprise. Crinkled. Not the first time he's looked at these houses. They probably already filmed at the houses and now they just got to go back to the real estate office and do this one scene. Somebody gave him a cowboy hat and he wore it. And I was like, all right. Some of his, uh, some of his outfits atrocious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Beyond- I'm sorry, David, but some of them are really bad. I he's probably not the one dressing himself, but what I will say is I bet he cusses like a motherfucker. He seems like a free spirit and probably really fun to hang out with. Yeah. And he, you know, he probably talks some shit about people, but like, yeah, those people stink so bad. I would love to see my Crystal lot- meth. My lottery dream home behind the scenes. Every time he's in Florida, which I think is where he lives. He lives in Orlando. He's from Minnesota originally. Yeah. Worked for Disney there for a little bit. You you know he's got some stories. You know he's got some, especially from this show where he's like, look at these fucking beef jerky. Sometimes ass. I look at these people. I'm like, yeah, he smoked meth. <laughs> And she probably does heroin and like butt fucks her brother. I don't know. This guy's got some break. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's meeting some crazy people because anybody can make it on the show. All you got to do is scratch a lottery ticket. Some of already the lottery winners. They're like, oh, yeah, I like my dad died. And now I've got this inheritance. Oh, is that really what they've done? It's, it's called been, lottery dream. At least two. We're so we killing people off now. Hit, hit the lotto by my pops time. <laughs> Life insurance. There's been at least two episodes, I swear, where it was just someone was like, yeah, 
Um, I got like ten dollars on a scratch. That's how they, they won like ten dollars a scratcher, and then they got like a million dollars in inheritance or something like that, or a life insurance policy. I love when they were like, "Yeah, so I didn't have any money, so I spent my last dollar." I'm like, "Damn, okay." Like, I'm addicted to gambling and pills, and guess what? Now I'm only addicted to pills. <laughs> I still gamble, <laughs> but I got the money to do it. Hey. <laughs> Oh God, I love that show though. But yeah, Discovery Plus, great app. Un- our unofficial sponsor, Discovery Plus, the only place where you can watch food shows and house shows and murder shows and Bigfoot shows all in one place. Watch what you want. Remember, don't you look got at so many choices. Don't look at those damn eyes. Don't look at the Mothman's eyes. <laughs> Or David's eyes. Or David. Not to say that he's a Mothman. Yeah, but he is very he's intimidating. You think so? Nah. I was about <laughs> to say, be, he seems like I a very sweet cool person. To hang out with. Um, so the Sonic director, he now wants to make a Super Smash Brothers movie. You ever so smashed Jeff, your bro? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to hold it out? No. Because it rhymed with bro. Oh, I thought you were just like, no. Jeff Fowler Maybe. said, nothing would make me happier than just throw all the characters into a big battle royale and do a big Smash Bros thing. Getting Back Mario, to the big gay pile. How you Sonic like that, future ring. people? Back to the pile. I mean, everyone just kind of in the pile dying for that, right? That's just classic. <laughs> So that's Jeff Fowler wanting to do Super Smash, but they'll never do that. That'll be like Ready Player One where Spielberg couldn't get the rights for like half of the stuff that he wanted to do. So it's like, oh, there's the Iron Giant and there's Walmart brand Link from Zelda where his name is like fucking Pink from Kelda or whatever. What? Like just fucking dumb shit like that where they could Pink get from Kelda. Oh, yeah. you just like they uh, repurpose him and give him like an off brand name. The book was like it's just the same all, choice. It's just a list of characters and references. But the, the reality was that they couldn't get the rights for like half of the stuff that was in that. So they just had to do like off brand characters that kind of looked like other characters, but they weren't really. And then, yeah, it was just fucking bad and limited in scope so that would be great if they could actually get the sign off for all that but don't do it halfway or if they do smash brothers it will just be like the original like eight characters for the first game well they already have like a mario movie coming out so i mean they do how like, hard would it be to Chris incorporate Pratt something reprising like that? his role as famous italian character mario yes because why no but why is nobody getting upset that he's not a real italian man here i think people are just upset because he's in everything right now and, and he's not even a real plumber reason. no like hello this is like whitewashing whitewashing yeah this is not Where an italian man italian people are very white they are, but, but they talk with their hands a lot, and I don't think Chris Pratt does. And that's the he thing does that, it. That's the telltale, dude. That's the thing that offends me the most. <laughs> uh, there's a new Kingdom Hearts four announced with a new trailer that we didn't watch. Have you played any of those Kingdom Hearts games? Ryan? No, no, I have not. But I have I've not heard either. Great things. I've heard middling. Uh, I think that people that like those games just want to be childs again. They want to be childs. Uh, my one of my good friends, Amanda Tony. Um, because we can't say her name without saying her last name. Child. She loves Bam. <laughs> Kingdom of Hearts. Gotcha, Amanda. Excited for her, but I don't Just think kidding. she has a game system, so bum for her for that part. Yeah, well, when the maybe she'll get one in like 2028 when this comes out. I gave her my PS2. Oh, well, she'll be all caught up on Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 in that case. Yeah, well, she's all caught up on Ratchet and Clank. She loves that. Um, Imagine... But, <laughs> Huh. 
in like 20 years being like, man, that second Red Dead Redemption was pretty good, wasn't it? And be like, yeah, we, yeah. We played it already. Yeah, we did it. We did that a while ago. Did that when I had hair. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's hope that we all have hair by speaking, then. Speaking of having hair or maybe not having hair, Better Call Saul, uh, Brian Cranston, and Aaron Paul are confirmed to be back in the final season slash season finale. Bing Heisenberg and Jesse Pinkman. Big Jesse. Pink, big Pink, Wait a cock. Big Pinkman energy. I have not watched a single episode of Better Call Saul, but I've heard that it's actually pretty good. I watched some of it and couldn't get into it. I think I just had to be in the right mental state. Um, Did you come into it right off the back of Breaking Bad? Possibly. I yeah. think maybe I've had my fill. You know, whenever I played Destroy All Humans 1 and it, the original and then went to the remake, the remake. I was like... Enough is enough. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. That's the main reason why I didn't play the first Horizon again before Forbidden West came out. Because I was like, I don't need 80 hours of the same game, but maybe a little bit better and a little different back to back. Yeah. I'm going to get sick of it. <laughs> yeah. So. And you wouldn't enjoy the new game. Exactly. You'll be like, okay, this is the same thing. Done it before. It's a little bit better, maybe. <laughs> sometimes um, it breaks good yeah but yeah better call Saul. a lot of people like it and maybe i'll try and start from the beginning and binge the whole thing and get sick of it before the se- final season comes out <laughs> hooray yes that's the optimum way of consuming content binging the shit out of it that's how i like to do my drugs and my beers just binge it and see what happens oh god vin diesel has said that <laughs> brie larson has joined Fast and Furious 10. I wonder if she's going to sit at the meal table with them on Sunday at the end of the movie. <laughs> I wonder how many Coronas they're going to drink together. What if she's going to stand in for Paul Walker? Where uh, she's like, hey, I'm Paul Walker's character. Uh, Vin Diesel posted this atrocious looking photo of the both of them. <laughs> and he said he shared his the news on his Instagram with a picture of him. Brie Larson smiling alongside the words. Welcome to the family. All caps, Brie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really need to stop. See this this angel over my shoulder cracking me up. You say to yourself, that's Captain Marvel. Clearly, there's love and laughter in this image. What you don't see, however, is the the character. (laughs) You you don't see Dwayne the Rock Johnson's bitch ass. No, you some bitch ass. Don't see (laughs) his pansy. What do you call him? Pansy ass or something? Some shit like that. Yeah, that sounds like the rock. You can see them actually fight. The character you'll be introduced to in Fast 10 which is spelled F-A-S-T and then the the letter, the number 10. They didn't do an X? No. Fast Fast X would have been so cool. Fast 10, your seatbelts, Ryan. Brie Larson's coming to the Fast and Furious franchise. Part of me just had a stroke when you said that. That was genius. He continued to go on, stroke and all. You have no idea how timeless and amazing she will be in our mythology. Beyond her beauty, beyond her intellect, dot, 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 her Oscar, comma, ha ha, is this profound soul who will add something you might not have expected but yearned for. Welcome to the family, Brie. That was the whole. whole All caps there for family, I assume. I'm glad you. I picked up on it. (laughs) I have some things to say about this. I can't imagine. Whenever you said, here comes the stroke, (laughs) I thought maybe he might be saying things that are just incomprehensible. But no, it just seemed like he was saying, I've seen the last two Fast and Furious, and I'm here to tell you, 
they sucked. <laughs> and <laughs> their mythology? Yeah. Like, what are you, like, Zeus? Get out of here. You had 16 years to figure out how Han wasn't in that car when it blew up. And you just were like, oh, he yeah, was just right? not in it. <laughs> like, that shit was so <laughs> dumb. And then all of a sudden, he was up the street yeah. <laughs> around the corner. It turns out they couldn't think they of They actually put another Asian fellow in there. Look, like a great deal like him. Well, what you couldn't tell was from the fast cutting cameras that there's actually 10 minutes passed between when we see him upside down and when we see him across the street, but they cut all that extra stuff out. That's how he got out of the car. That was the laziest. <laughs> just dumb. so bad. Like, what do we need to do? We need to do something crazy. Hey, Vin, what do you think? Bring Han back. I like that guy. I'm like, all right. Yeah, family. Well, he just fucking like get barbecued what he was hanging upside down they're like ah we'll figure I, out a way to i don't know like <laughs> I, I anybody's on the table i mean i don't even know if paul walker's really dead you know they're probably gonna resuscitate his ass and bring him back <laughs> they did already did they yeah well, they well yeah the, a hologram but he's like well i had his brother and his brother right was his stand and i assume at some point we will see paul walker's character in like this. the back of him and he's like hey Vin Diesel good job being fast in your seatbelts for this wild adventure and he's like ah oh, son of a bitch well what if they <laughs> just did something yeah like he walked up and he's like hey when are we gonna race or you know like they would say like they'd cut some audio from an old thing right he sounds 20 years younger <laughs> yeah I'd be like damn man you've been doing alright bro be like what have you been doing he's like I've been in the toilet I've been, I've been blowing up. <laughs> oh damn! Bad choice of words. Yeah, you might want to pick that a little, a little differently there. Sorry, uh, I've been, I've been on fire. I've been on fire, man. I've been busted my brains out. Mm, yeah, so I don't know how that's gonna work out, but you can hope for the best. Expect the worst. Um, oh, the Batman God. is coming to HBO Max on April 18th, which is four days from now. So pretty good stuff. Spirit Halloween, a new movie is on the way starring Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Cook. I know who one of those people is and I know who Spirit Halloween is. <laughs> That's not a person. Yep. <laughs> uh, Morbius did not have a good second weekend, Ryan. Or they did not get the almost accurate bump that we predicted they would after we did that deep dive into uh, Michael Morbius. The Sony villain origin movie saw a 74% drop off of already non-existent ticket sales. Yeah, people wanted to go see how bad it was going to be. I added that second part. It is beating the previous holder of that title. Dark Phoenix, which sits at a 72% drop from weekend one to weekend two. So, Dark Phoenix, also a bad movie, but it was better than this one, wasn't it? I don't remember Dark Phoenix. I know that I've seen it. was a long time. We did. We both watched it. Did we? We did an episode on it. <laughs> did we? <laughs> we did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. I don't believe you. <laughs> what happened to my life? There's times and moments. It's like memento. I forget things. I'm gonna tattoo it on me. Be like, are doing. You saw that movie? (laughs) I just wrote on my. I just have this tattoo on my forearm that says "Dark Phoenix Bad." (laughs) Oh yeah, there we go. Not know what that meant until this very moment. (laughs) Oh shit. 
Um, <laughs> it was in the 30s, but yeah, it was a, the 1930s. Or, yeah, the 1930s when we watched that. Love Charlie Chaplin in the Dark Phoenix movie. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin as Professor X. Oh, God. Uh, Will well, Ferrell's going to be in a Barbie movie with Margot Robbie. Is that going to be like a comedy? Because I think that could be funny if it's comedy. But, you know, he was in Bewitched and that was like a kind of like not comedy. Right. I watched that high and I hated that movie. The only redeeming quality was the Will Ferrell freak out moment. Well, Ryan Gosling is also going to be in the upcoming Barbie movie. Oh, damn. Well, you know it's going to be a winner, though. The pl- And again, according to comicbook.com, the plot of which has been wrapped in thick secrecy, thick with two C's. It should be no surprise, then, that we have no world on who Will Ferrell will be playing in the film, although we can bank on the Anchorman, Zoolander, and Lego movie star doing something to make us all laugh. Not a single mention of Chaz Michael Michaels, who is sex on ice. Well, I mean, all day, every day, I like to... Emphasize that I am probably the closest to Chad Michael McMichaels um, because I'm also sexy. Because you're also a nine-year-old kid with a 35-year-old girlfriend. Hey, who wants herpes? Am I right? <laughs> um, but, oh, I, wait, you said that I'm a nine-year-old kid, right? It yeah, I didn't want to get that twisted. Just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. I I'm not a 35-year-old with a nine-year-old girlfriend. And then I say herpes. Yeah, out you as a it's fucking weird, man. on the podcast. That yeah. would be horrible. No, please. please. Everyone's favorite po- pedophile <laughs> is back. <laughs> what, what, did I, what did I say it was? John uh, Dingus? He's like, you're like an indie pedophile where he's like, oh, you might not have heard of him, but he's your favorite pedophile's favorite pedophile. He's your it's very influential. Oh, God. He's been grooming people for years. <laughs> Where like have the, we gone? We have like gone the, off the rails. He's like the Bob Dylan of pedophiles. Oh, <laughs> mm, the God. Time, I don't, the times they uh, are changing, right? <laughs> damn, son. Damn. Um, original National Treasury star. It's the guy from yeah. The Hangovers coming to the Disney Plus it's TV not show. Nicholas Cage. No, and it's not the chick that's uh, fact, she's German. You caused it. You caused it. You called it National Treasury. Did I do it again? Yeah. Fuck. My dad says it that way all the time. And it's just like leaked into my brain. Led over into real life. And now anytime I say it's National Treasury, I'm just like, that doesn't even feel right. Yeah. National Treasury. They're out of coins again. (laughs) No, it's because they don't have enough people working there. Yeah. The Fed does not. And that is what I was told by people in the banking world why because i used to work in the banking world i know people jake well ryan you know someone who doesn't work in the banking world gilbert godfrey because he died is that what you're gonna say yeah it was a long walk up oh (laughs) took the elevator instead (laughs) um r.i.p gilbert godfrey it apparently had a medical condition that he's been battling in secret for a while um and he has now passed away age 67 Pour one out for Gilbert Gottfried, the voice of uh, Iago and the original Affleck Duck. Can I get an amen? Amongst yeah. other things. Oh, he was also on that thing. I remember I'm a Hurricanes fan for the hockey and he did something for the Hurricanes because somebody paid him to do like that celebrity thing wherever they're like. Come on down and look at the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, and that was a huge <laughs> thing like two years ago. And I think that was like one of the first times I ever saw um, advertised for what is that platform where the celebrities who are washed up and they're like, cameo. Yeah. Where they're like, Hey, I'm going to make some side hustle money here. Oh, 
get Rudy Giuliani on there next where he's like, stop the steal and watch the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> um, Four seasons, total landscape. Let me spray my hair back on. And would you like to be alone in a room with me? I'm just adjusting myself. Hey, nothing nefarious here. Nothing nefarious. But here. my balls are quite tender right now. I need additional services. The line, speaking of balls, the lines, because I was in love with you and the summer Gellert and I fell in love were edited out of Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore for the movie's release in China. Because that reminds me of a Garth Brooks song. Get some balls. No, it's the one where it's like, uh, I fell in love that summer. Teenage kids so far from home. That song. Um so, I've also um want to mention that Jake, you're white trash like me. Let's just what? you're white trash <laughs> like me. We grew up in white trash neighborhoods and listen to white trash music. Um, so you know that strawberry wine song, the country song? Oh yeah. That is kind of pedophile-y, which ties into what we just talked about. She says that she was 17, hot July noon, saw everything. First right. taste of love. This guy's getting her drunk. And then, but do, doing whatever, she saw everything. Just, I don't know what that means. Did he have art in the house? Did he show her his body? Was that his art? That was a, what happened hey, here? Man, this is a work of art, man. That's. I used to look at myself and I was like, you're a work of art. Now I just look at myself and I'm like, you're a jigglypuff, you fat fucker. <laughs> I just shake my body you're in front of the... Puff. You're not even Kirby. Yeah. I'm curvy, not curvy. Thick with two C's, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Put th- that's, thick ohms. That's a shame, but also it shows that uh, Warner Brothers still doesn't have the balls to. Uh, Put two K characters as the main characters in a movie. You're only cutting six seconds. Say a damn thing about Ezra Miller. Just go because he's in this movie too. (laughs) Well, they're cutting out six seconds. They're probably like, "Hey, we cut this out. We're going to make a boat ton of money." Let's not fool ourselves. Let's not fool ourselves. It's all about the money. (laughs) It is. I mean, if being a poor person, I would say if I had to cut six seconds of dialogue out. I ain't trying to make a meaningful piece to mean anything to people. I'm just trying to make a piece of crap movie where I've taken some gay dialogue out. Cause let's be honest, who cares if there's any dialogue in this movie? Cause I hear it sucks. Yeah. It was a bad, it's a bad, this whole franchise is just fucking <laughs> done at this point. I cannot see them making two more of these, which is what JK Rowling said. And then she said a bunch of stuff about transgender people and people are like, I'm kind of tired of listening to you and what you have to say. And apparently, yeah, this movie was also not a step in the right direction. That last one was horrible. Horrible. I'm not being dramatic when I say that Crimes of Grindelwald was one of the worst movies we watched for this podcast. There was an entire 30-minute scene. People right just before, sharing their guts. Literally, like that kind of shit works when you're reading a book. It does not translate when you're watching a movie and someone walks into the room and says, I'm this character and this is my backstory. And then they go around the circle and everyone does that. And someone was on the Titanic and fucking traded out a baby. Yeah. It just insane. insane if someone did that stuff. in real life, people would avoid that person. No, you'd shoot them with a magic wand or whatever they do in the Harry Potter universe. There was like, some just- guy that uh, I met at a wedding. <laughs> 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we were there, and we were all kind of hanging out in the room, and he was talking about being a swinger and stuff, and like giving us all this backstory. You avoid people like that. You say, you're a baby killer. And you let that baby drown on the Titanic. Let me not hang out with you. Right. Am I right? And then all of a sudden they're just like, all right, well, time to pew, pew, pew with some pieces of wood. <laughs> yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. That movie was set in Paris as well. I remember. And it looked that like that movie it- was set in shit. <laughs> uh, we won't get into it. But yeah, that was that was a very, very disappointing movie. And they're like, phew. We finally dodged all the controversy with Johnny Depp. I bet none of our other actors are going to do anything insane like seven days before this movie comes out. Oh, no. Here comes Ezra. Oh, no. (laughs) Flash at it again. Oh, Flash is just really opening the multiverse of all the bad possibilities that could have happened. Um, It doesn't sound like that would have made a bad movie better, though. Yeah. Well, you know. They apologize to Johnny Depp, but he should be thanking them that he's out of this. Dodged a bullet. Yeah. I mean, he's going to go down as like Edward Scissorhands and Jack Sparrow. I mean, he's made. This is a tale of of Captain Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Um, Jake, I also I'm just throwing everything in the kitchen sink here. Um, I watched The Green Knight finally. Oh, man, this is going to be a two hour episode. This is not going to be a two hour episode. I'm going to tell you. It's a lot of dialogue that is so slow and goes nowhere. And at the end, you're like, so what was the ending? Um, Was it worth a watch? If you like camera work and stuff like that, this is brilliant. Um, Besides that, that, it's like a student film and it just was not good. Exactly the vibe you have just dis- identified there. <laughs> I, I'm just like, oh, the camera works great. Yeah. But the rest of this shit it's is no just substance. like. Everything is just, it's form over it function. It overthought itself. It's like, right, well, right, right. we are pretty fucking good, right? So we're going to bring this tale. Just it's going to be so good. Patting itself on the back about how deep and how inventive it is. There was nothing like, deep about this. <laughs> you have to. They they never question if they could do something or why they should do something. They just did it, mm-hmm. right? And then okay, no, it was it was not a great movie. You said student it, film. I knew exactly the vibe. That it this wasn't was terrible. It just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it looked. I kind of got those vibes from the trailer. Where I was like, "What is this?" I thought it was going to be what good. I was doing? really excited about it. I was, can I get those two hours of my life back, no, please? Pretty absolutely please. Not. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito recently said in an interview that there's a room for more material for the rise of Gus Fring and that the Breaking Bad actor or sorry, creator Victor Gilliland told him on the last day of filming, you never know. And they shrugged. So maybe well, this he's guy's gonna, like older than he was before. Put some hair dye on him. It's fine. You think so? <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, so Better Call Salt. So it's just like they're expanding their uh, mythology, quite like Vin Diesel 
and Fast and the Furious. They're like Better Call Saul's going. Welcome to the family. Yeah. Man, you can tell his publicist did not write that caption. You know, it'd be great if he just just put a bunch of emojis like somebody's dad. Yes. Because Vin Diesel seems in real life like he would be a mixture of that. Like he he tries to portray himself like he is this big like movie buff. But I bet he's all, all of his There's movies. There's nothing about him as buff anymore. No. Pictures of him on that yacht. Fucking hell, Vin. Like, he was all those Coronas, man. Looking more like Vincent. Get to, they get to you. Vincent Vaughn, who's also become a big boy. Yeah, but maybe the quality of his movies have stayed steady or okay. <laughs> uh, what did we watch with him in it that came out like 10 years ago? The movie where they go to Hawaii and they're like, hey, we're doing oh, a couple's, couples retreat. Yeah, that was okay. It was it. Yeah. M- Megan talks about that. My wife, my wife, and she <laughs> says how great it is. It's on MTV quite a bit. And I'm just like... Ugh. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'll watch Sounded it. It's pretty past, convincing. Past my time. Yeah, we we had a slow night, and we're like, yeah, we'll watch a couple. Oh damn! I didn't see this. Seeing it now. No Man's Sky update. Overhaul space combat. Adds pirate underground. They keep rolling out free shit. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. You needed something for that, I think. Absolutely. And that yeah. So have underground pirates now. A free update promises to introduce players to the game's criminal underworld by focusing largely on activities like smuggling and pirate raids. You mean the black market, Jake? Yeah. So there's a little bit of that in some of where you can talk to some people at stations. They're like, hey, you want to go buy some dirty metal? I can't dirty remember. metal? I can't remember what it was called, but it was called like tainted products or something. And so now, but you couldn't really like, you could do a little bit of piracy, but now you could just be a full on fucking psychopath murderer in this. Oh, there you go. So you could fight pirates or you can just be one now. So there's, there's that. Uh, but yeah, it, impressive that they keep just keep adding more stuff into this. It's, it is really what it is now, what it should have been like six years ago. But yeah. do you think this could go down as one of the greatest games ever? I think it's the longest game ever. Where there's literally like the universe is the size of the actual universe where I think that they did the math. There's some video I've, I've fucking watched because I'm a big old nerd where they did the math on how many planets are in this. And it was like eight quintillion or some number that you couldn't actually like. How do they know that? They just like because that was the program they gave to the algorithm that created all these different generated planets and galaxies and is all. it possible to go to the same planet twice yeah yeah you can definitely do that you can fast travel but you but it in terms of exploring new planets they were like yeah everyone you'd never be able to visit every planet ever it, like it's just not possible well let me ask you this so when you go to a planet does it save the coordinates for that planet and you can yeah, always go back it does and the cool what the cool thing about it is that when you go to a new system if nobody and since it's always like online if you go to a new system and nobody's discovered it before, you get to like rename it if you uh-uh. want to. And you, yeah. So there's a lots of planets called like ass butt and like, <laughs> and like boob titty and like stuff like that. And like, <laughs> and so, <laughs> Oh, the, the modern day science <laughs> like try like finger butthole and like all this like great stuff and you, and so the person it will list like the person that discovered it and you know when they discovered it and all it, it is cool the way that Could it catalogs you that but. imagine let's kind of like this podcast in like 20 years whenever our children 
look back on the things that we said or the things that we discovered. Boob titty. Boob titty. <laughs> we'll be there. They're like, oh, that's your dad? Your dad discovered boob titty? That's so cool. Yeah, planet boob titty. Oh, your mom did finger bang guns? Yeah, I think that the when I restarted my when I got my PS5, I restarted my save file. And the third planet I went to was called a swamp planet. So I named it Shelby um, after, after Shelby, swamp man. the swamp man, of course. Who else? Uh, so that's where I built my biggest base. But then I found another. Did you discover one? Yeah. And you named it Swamp Planet? Yeah, it was called. So if I go out there and play. Yeah, you can go I'll find see that- Planet Shelby, the Swamp Planet. <laughs> and then there was another uh, There was another planet that I had a base on. It was called Willie, which is the name of his Shelby, the Swamp his dog. dog. Yeah, Willie Dog. Willie Dog. Come Willie on dog now. Planet. <laughs> like this man. <laughs> He might have fell on his head or was dropped or something. Ain't hey, a lot but of yeah. lead. It's a, it's, I enjoy it. It's a, just kind of a relaxing game. It's not super exciting necessarily, but if you just like that slow cruising around space, discovering stuff, like there's infinite new stuff to see. So it is a, it is a great game now. Finally. Uh, uh, Jake, uh, Witcher three next gen up grade pulled from russian studio yep so it sounds like that's not going to come out anytime soon wonder if it's because it's russia <laughs> because saber interactive's office is in russia exactly <laughs> no mcdonald's for you uh the giant gaming leak that keeps getting vindicated so kingdom hearts 4 was uh on this list of uh stuff that got leaked that was before it got announced and it keeps like everything that was on this list keeps getting like re like affirmed so uh what you're saying there's probably some truth to yeah this. There's, so if you want to dig into it there's definitely going to be probably some more on this list because it seems pretty legit from from everything that's been uh, confirmed so far um i guess our last news item is 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 uh this uh, jurassic park trailer or sorry jurassic world dominion trailer where they were like hey remember jurassic park you remember sam neil you remember laura dern guess what they're old and they're back and they're hanging out with chris pratt and the other girl and some raptors and they're out in the real world now um as a trailer i thought this is cool but yeah this definitely is just them going like hey every franchise is doing this now um, we brought the old people back, but we're going to pretend like we're the first franchise to do it. Anyways, please come see this movie. What's well, this going to be the same thing they've done before? And they're just going to try to make it bigger and better and call back. There's going to be some things. dinosaurs in it. Yeah. Like the ones you can run over, like in that game that we watched. Yeah. <laughs> Carmageddon. Um, Sony pictures has named Takeshi Dosher as the writer for the upcoming ghost of Tsushima film adaptation. Uh, he previously wrote the sci-fi romance only. And his most recent project, Blue, is a twist on a Japanese monster movie. So I think that the the main guy who I don't remember his name, but the guy who did the voice and mocap for the main character in Ghost of Tsushima is an actor himself. So hopefully prob- a good actor. Yeah. I'm an also an actor. <laughs> probably I'm not good. I've done some acting myself, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I made videos. I would be surprised if it's anything other than anyone other than that guy. Uh, or it might be Jim Carrey. I would be well only if Christopher Nolan's involved. Exactly. Um, I think that could be interesting. That's you. There's not a lot of. It'll just be a regular samurai movie though, because <laughs> that's all that game was. was well, we haven't seen one of those in a while. I guess so. 
Last one I can think of is like that Tom Cruise movie where it's Last Samurai. <laughs> Talk about Which whitewashing. Some problems this with white now. guy. This white guy over here was Last Samurai. Oh God! Like, what if the they the get Tom Cruise back to do Ghosts of Tsushima, where he's like, "Hello, I'm Japanese man Jin Sakai," and it's like, "What are you like? Is this a fucking joke?" Right Knowing now? him, he'll do like the uh, the stabbing where he kills himself, and be like, "Yeah, I'll do that." Oh God! What if it's Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Because yeah. <laughs> he's in everything, Sony. He is, but, <laughs> you know, uh. <laughs> that would be terrible. Uh. <laughs> I do not endorse this at all. I do not all. endorse this at all. Well, Ryan, we've we've taken a short break, but it's we're back. We're back in a flash. You took a pee-pee break. I did, we're, but we're back in a flash. But not the flash, because we're waiting to see what happens with that movie. We are, of course, talking about the blue blur, blue justice himself. We're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie The Hedgehog 2. Ryan, what did you think about this one? Not as good as the first one. Maybe I had higher hopes. I will say when I went to go see the first one, I was like, low hopes, no hopes. It's going to be bad. Yeah, I, I really did. I was like, why, am, why are we even doing this? This is going to be terrible. And then I was like, oh, that'd be funny. And I was pleasantly surprised. Went with our partners and we were like, yes, we are going, we are with our partners to an 11 a.m. movie to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Sonic the Hedgehog 1. My mom asked me what I was doing uh, that day and I was like, oh, I'm going to go see Sonic. And she was like, the Hedgehog. (laughs) Yeah, she was not digging. I was like, no need to be rude, lady. I thought that I had hit rock bottom when I went to see a 5 p.m. showing on a Monday afternoon. No. Um, but I had a big slushy. And, uh, I had a big slushy. I was I a big boy. Drank. I had a big boy. I had a big icy and I drank all <laughs> of it in the first 10 minutes. And then I had to pee really bad for the next half hour. And then I finally bit the bullet. Literally what happened here. Yeah. And I don't remember uh, a little part of this. But yeah, this movie, I think I agree with you. I enjoyed it. I think it's. As good, maybe not quite as good as the first one, but I also I think we both went into this knowing pretty much what to expect, <laughs> and uh, it's definitely got a lot of the same weird oddball sense of humor in it. There's a lot of just strange throwaway lines, mostly between uh, anything that Ben Schwartz says, anything that James Marsden says. Like every other every other line is written as if it's a joke or a punchline. But it's like half of a joke and it just doesn't quite make sense. And then there's just some very strange, very specific references. Uh, the music choice in this where they have a, 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 a dance battle in the middle of Siberia to Uptown Funk. Like Uptown Funk is at least like seven years past being like a relevant song in people's memory. Maybe they wanted a classic, you know, the, a classic from 2013. I mean, like, that bass line in that song, you can't tell me that was like one of the best songs that has come out in the past decade. It's instrumentally. It's very good. And I, I think the music and stuff's very good. That's a really good song. I agree with you. It's like if they put happy and like, right. The new uh, Minions movie and be like, well, this came out like. Yeah. A long time ago. This makes no sense. I get it, but it doesn't make sense. Or it's sense. like if they put an Eminem song in the trailer of a Minions movie and you're like, weird, what right? The fuck is this? Yeah. I was Why? like, the, <laughs> that was you? like the theme song for his movie. And now they put it in their movie. Yeah. Makes no sense. I just live in this world. 
Um, but yes, back to Sonic. Um, this was not as good as I was hoping it would be. Went in with some higher expectations. If there was some jumbly stuff going on, really tails sucked. Tails was like the worst part of this movie. Uh, that and maybe some human interaction because it just seems like they were just throwing that in there. The people were in absolute afterthought outside of Dr. Robotnik in this. Yeah. You have to, you have to, it's like they forgot there were human characters. His best in this. He was a a little bit more subdued, a little bit more dancing. I think I would have appreciated a little bit more just him pretending to be the mask or (laughs) Ace Ventura. (laughs) There was something different. I'll have to go back and watch the first one, but I remember thinking that, his performance wasn't as great as I was hoping it would be. And a lot of people were like, um, prior to me seeing this, they were like, oh, Knuckles is going to be like the show stealer. And I didn't get that vibe. He just seemed like a dumb person or a dumb animal. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to join this guy and we're going to fuck these people over. I think that was the point was that Knuckles is just this kind of like dumb brute that doesn't. He's clearly out of his element. And you think didn't work for me. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was fine but i i do agree with you on basically every point but i think that i liked it more than i thought i was going to especially given the showing that i was in where i was like oh this is fucking depressing honestly but how I, many people were in your theater four no shit we went and it was packed there was uh, there was a family um there was a family in front of that sat came in like five minutes into the movie and sat directly in front of me it was a mom with two kids and she answered a FaceTime call in the middle of the movie. And I was just sitting there like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, uh, uh. I literally, I literally, I was about to, cause it went on for at least three minutes. It wasn't just like, Hey, I'm in a movie. I'll call you back. They were literally having a full on conversation. And I was just like, listen, but gotta, how do you say that to somebody? Hi, I'm a 30 year old man. Hey, I'm a 30 year old man. Stop FaceTiming so I can watch Sonic, please. Exactly. Uh, can you shut the fuck <laughs> exactly. up so I can listen to what Robotnik and Knuckles are going to get up to? <laughs> I need like, to know. I really I like, have a podcast. I pay, I have a podcast. I paid eight dollars and 50 cents to watch this. And then I dropped another six dollars on a big icy <laughs> and I mixed all three flavors together. Oh, Coca-Cola, you did a suicide? Uh, Coca-Cola. Black cherry and wild berry punch. They have black cherry. Maybe it was regular cherry. It it's got to be regular, right? Maybe it was regular. You're right. Black it cherry was, was Adam's family, and that was only for Adam's family one. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even do that. No, they didn't even do that for the second one. They're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, what is your favorite slushy? Oh, I think the uh, the blue one. Really? I yeah. blue for Sonic. Red for America, Coca-Cola, because I love Coca-Cola. Red for America? <laughs> I think the the Coca-Cola one's probably my favorite, just because I had the red a lot as a child. And then when we got the Coca-Cola one, we were like, this is out of the world. Yeah. It was like dipping Dots, you know? You know what I'd love to see? Baja Bless, I see. Fucking, that's the dream right there. Hey, that might be all right. Here's another one. A mixed drink from my college days. Baja Blast with Captain Morgan White Rum. <laughs> I'll just come in there you with can two, probably airplane, just make that. Yeah, two airplane bottles and just pour that straight into my icy. It's a 5 p.m. on a Monday. Who the fuck is going to stop me? <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere, baby it's girl. 5 o'clock somewhere. And if you want to fuck around and find out I and have a FaceTime God, conversation. You, <laughs> I will break 
your iPhone 6 if you answer a fucking FaceTime call while I'm trying to create content for a podcast. You, uh, They charge. I went and looked at how much uh, Yingling was. It was $6 for a bottle of Yingling. I'm like, you might as well just buy like a, a friggin' 12 pack for $9.99. I don't think that we mentioned this last week when we did our Morbius episode, but Morbius had a drink, some kind of mixed drink special that they're running at the amc bar was it 20 bucks i swear i did never looked at the price but if a yingling is six dollars i swear that mixed drink has got to be at least 11 or 12 and imagine having an 11 or 12 dollar mixed drink for a shit house movie oh it's probably like just Morbius. as shit as the movie oh yeah you they know they put no by, liquor in it's it. made by so yeah it's gonna be watered down <laughs> It's going to be made with it's mostly backwash. Some, it's mostly just this guy. He just put he puts it in a little shaker thing. They shake it like twice. Then they just pour that slop right in there. Like, here, you fucking piggies. Why don't you line up at the trough and get your Morbius fucking vampire mixed drink? That's why the bar Bullshit. sucks over there. But all <laughs> oh, he sneezed. Bless you, sir. I sneezed. Yeah. Um, but so you can't get to keep drunk the at away. these things. Like if they were giving them cheap, you can't have like somebody trying to fight each other and be like, "Fuck you!" But at the same Fuck time, you're not gonna you. charge Don't me that six seventy five. <laughs> you're not gonna charge me seven dollars for a fucking beer. Yeah. Well, when me and Olivia first started dating, when we went to watch Captain Marvel, she we stuck a couple yinglings in her purse, and I think we had about four. We drank at least like five yinglings i think people probably Captain thought you Marvel. were rich they're like damn damn like yeah they definitely didn't yeah we had we're sitting there with our fucking beers watching captain marvel great you could also just take food in there too they don't give a shit should we start <laughs> taking purses with us when we go to the movies exactly we could put like, we could get away with that it is 2022 hardy's, hardy's biscuits and <laughs> like full like tall boys of ice house in there. <laughs> uh, what, ice house yes. no <laughs> Yeah, maybe you told me a Heineken because we're cultured. And if they like try to keen in on us and be like, "Hey, you did this," be like, "Um, that's profiling." Yeah. Why? Because I'm carrying a purse I'm carrying and I'm a man. Because I'm carrying a purse full of empty. There's beer skittles cans. in here. Yeah. <laughs> I bought these skittles. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. By your economy standards, I brought four thousand dollars worth of beer <laughs> I, in here, I, I, but I bought an eight dollar box of candy. <laughs> Well, we just put like a box of wine in there <laughs> with two bendy straws yeah. and just put the whole thing in the middle. I had to drink it like a Capri Sun. <laughs> drink it quick. We only got an hour and a half. <laughs> you just sit there and piss yourself in the movie. <laughs> you just get like a cup and piss in it. I don't know. You figure it out. Yeah, he fell, he fell asleep watching Morbius and pissed his pants. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I mean, th- I feel like that's how most movies like Morbius would be. Like the audience would enjoy it. Yeah, the movie theater should smell much more like urine than it did. So mm-hmm. I have to commend AMC theaters for, for their commitment to that. Yeah, the cleanliness of cleaning the urine. Massively off track with this. We did, <laughs> but I just want to uh, express the crime that w- occurred whenever I looked at it. The guy was like, I'll be right back because I was looking at the menu and right. I was like, I won't be here. You come back. I won't be here. You were the victim of a hate crime. Yeah, they hate. You hated it. <laughs> I hated it and I wasn't going to pay that much for something I know I could get cheaper. Yeah, I hate that too. That's bobo as hell, man. I hate getting ripped off because, you, yeah, anytime you go out to a movie or anywhere in general, not even a movie, you get like a draft beer and it's like, oh, this is $7. I'll be like, I know for a fact I can get an eight 
an eight pack, <laughs> I can get any beer that's so much cheaper there. Or like popcorn wine. and a drink, dude, it's like $20. Wine is even worse, though. Like a glass of wine that's like $11 when you get the entire bottle for like $12. Yeah, usually wine's on sale. <laughs> I can drink a bottle of red in one night. I could definitely do that after work. Uh, I could do a double bottle. You could do I, a double bottle. I can do a double in bottle. In one night? Yeah, and then I'll have like my lips turn purple and I look like I've been dead for two weeks. You might be dead. I a get, double bottle, man. I get wide mouth really bad. You I youngsters, get, I, get I can't purple, keep up with you. I got purple lips and purple teeth after one glass of red wine. Purple so nipples. Like it du- gets weird. Yeah, and I mean it just works its way. Body down. shots. It works. <laughs> way- <laughs> Body shots of <and> Franzia. <laughs> Who wants them? Oh, you can tell Rara, hey, got to work tomorrow. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Take your tampon out. <laughs> oh, well, Ryan, since we're not on a time limit, uh, we have to impose a time limit because you have 60 seconds to tell me oh, what you think happened in the. What um, I think happened or what I know happened. What you know, what you think or know happened in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, are you are you prepared for this momentous moment? I don't know. There's like so many talking points about this movie. Yeah. Try to fit them all into 60 seconds like we always do. And ready, set, go. All right. So Sonic finds out there's another one like him named Tails. Tails, pretty much just dumb motherfucker. I always think that Tails is a, a, a a girl, but it's really a boy. Makes no sense. Let it be a girl. Um, Sonic's dad friend or whatever the hell he is. He and his uh, wife, they go off to Florida or Hawaii for a wedding. It's for his his dad's mom's or his mom's sister's birthday. Or no, she's getting married. Sorry. <laughs> There's some uh, Tom Hanks. Six seconds. Tom Hanks gets uh, poison ivy in his ass. Uh, he talks she's to got mail. He talks to him. <laughs> But anyway, then uh, Jim Carrey comes back from the planet of the mushrooms. He brings back. Um, this uh, dude with huge fists. They get into a fight. Sonic saves the day. The dude with the huge fists comes over and 56. plays for the good guys. And Jim Carrey loses. Uh, yep. I mean, that's that's a jazz. close to it. And I hit lap. And so the timer is still going. And now we're hitting stop. And then we even got a little touch of uh, Tom Hanks in there. That part didn't really happen. That part where Jim Carrey was talking to that volleyball for a long time. It's it wasn't like, a volleyball. It yeah. was a stone. He used to work for FedEx and he's like, yeah, here we go. Not again. We did get a touch of that. He was giving some major castaway vibes on the mushroom planet, which I was thinking about this in the theater. I was like, I bet that place smells so bad. I, I really bet- like mushrooms. It is one of my favorite pizza toppings. I bet it smells like straight up ass on the mushroom planet. But you go nose blind after a little bit. I guess. But he w- clearly hadn't perfected the art of turning uh, mushroom into uh, anything. Anything. Coffee. Like, yeah. Turning it into coffee. He's like. <laughs> and like uh, the Grinch. I. uh I did. Yeah. You de- there. I see the parallels with his little contraptions and stuff. Yeah, and he was like, there was a point wherever he was just like saying like crazy stuff and just throwing a fit. And I was like, oh, this reminds me when he's in the cave or whatever. And it's kind of like him and Max and they're just like, <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> um, but I. <sighs> yeah, this just wasn't as good as the first one. Um, he had a little contraption in the beginning and like 
he played dead whenever some people infiltrated. He was not in that mushroom planet for very long. It was not even a year. He was only there for like 200 and some odd days. Uh, Maybe you, because you counted all the the tick marks. No, because he, he said that he was like, I've been here for 273 days. Oh, well, I missed that part. Oh, you're not missing much. My eyeballs were already floating because I drank that icy really fast. Yeah. I didn't focus on anything before minute 45 in this movie. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey just didn't seem like um, a very. He wasn't at the same level, honestly, which is why I I do kind of hope this isn't his last movie and that that was a joke where he's like, yes, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 will be my final movie. I thought it was April Fool's. Yeah, I really thought that was April. But he has like he's got to come back and finish the third one. Yeah. If there is a third one. There's going to be sure a third there, one. I'm sure there will be. That both, uh, apparently, both of these have done very well financially. We know this because two of them are in his top five grossing movies of all time. So. It's fucking Jim Carrey, right? Yeah. And this is the top movie right Crazy now. Crazy to think about. Well, what? let's think about what it's competing against. Morbius, dude. Well, they had a 74% drop off from week one to week two. And I think this did come out on the same weekend or maybe last week. I don't know. It came out last week. Passage of time is confusing. I think that's also also going against that uh, Dumbledore is not gay in China movie. Yeah. Well, only for six seconds. But after that, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like if you drop something on the floor and if it's only a certain amount of seconds, it doesn't count. Right. If a tr- if Sonic falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? If you put a dick in your mouth for six seconds, are you gay? No. Not in China. No. Seven you seconds. You forget it. It's too many. You take forget-me-nots, which are roofies. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this... I, I honestly think that this movie is comparable to the first one. With <laughs> some notable deficiencies. I think, first off, I, a lot of people said this, it's 20 to 30 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. There's a whole subplot where they go to Hawaii and James Marsden's would be sister in law who hates him. And I can't really remember why, because he's just like a cop. But he's, he's white. That, I don't <laughs> think that <laughs> his would be brother in law. turns out he's a secret agent who's working with the gut that Olive Garden guy. From the first movie, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You're the fuck, breadsticks. fucking Olive Garden guy, you fucking breadsticks, motherfucker! Fucking, yeah, you fucking breadsticks. Bring more breadsticks, general mother- breadsticks over here. Why don't they ever give you more breadsticks? Uh yeah, they'll bring you more salad, but you like gotta ask for breadsticks. Yeah, like it's that. like they give you four breadsticks if there's two of you. It's like yeah. I need more breadsticks. See, I was wondering if they were gonna have an Olive Garden bridge in this, and they certainly did. They brought this same guy back because mm-hmm. when you're here, your family. family. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a yeah. family film that whole middle part in hawaii i thought was completely unnecessary and they could have def that could that yeah i i didn't was not into that and i think i agree with you that i i thought tales was okay if not a little bit annoying um he's just like oh do you like me he's like that he's needy t- girl is always fishing for compliments and i'm like get out of here yeah and sonic's like hey you're kind of a loser, but you're my loser. And Tails is like, that's great. We're best friends. We're best friends. It'd be like, like Dude, I just met you. Yeah, I bet you 35 you minutes motherfucker. ago. Um, I did like the uh, way that Knuckles is introduced. Uh, I like that first initial battle. And I like that Tails drove a cop car over him. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot that the share or 
excuse me, the, I guess the, the interim sheriff, that fucking dumbass guy, mm-hmm. I forgot about him. Uh, I thought he was pretty funny for the little bit he was used. Then there's that lackey guy that is obsessed with Dr. Robotic. Who I was he in the first movie? I he was. I do not remember him at all. He was all, at all. At all. I don't know why I said it like that. Because you were from the South, I have Jake. A speech Just, impediment. <laughs> that that's called a Southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, some of the things I did like. Um, there was a lot of callback to the games. Like whenever they Sonic couldn't do water well. Um, he um can't tails yet yeah, can't swim tails would uh f- fly the plane that plane's been in a lot of games um and then whenever he was in the water and he gasped on like a big air bubble oh yeah he sucks the air bubble and he's like all right i got this yeah uh i just wish they had that part that song that plays whenever it's like it's like 10 9 8 and it's like <laughs> No, that's the wrong song. I don't know. Um, but yeah. there's a song that plays. The one thing that he missed about that wasn't in the games uh, or was in the games that wasn't here. It's like the different contraptions that Robotnik comes up with um, to like destroy Sonic. It's just all drones. Yeah. Which is, is kind of like a tie in yeah. to some of the games because they'd always do like animals or uh, robots and you hit it and an animal would fall out. Yeah. Um, and those drones kind of had that look to him, but he didn't have like, Hey, there's this big ball on this chain and I'm going to swing it back and forth and try to hit you or the spike. And I'm going to land on the ground and destroy the ground below. And there was some things that I missed about that. And I don't know how you would incorporate that, but that's just something that I thought was very iconic about the games is always, you'd get to the stage and you have to beat Robotnik and he'd have a different way of trying to destroy you where he's got a big robot version of himself that has a, a big mustache on it. that can, that snatch snatches things out of the sky. Yeah. And he's just floating on in there. Yeah. He's floating on in there. That robot did not need to be that big. Well, I mean, you know, maybe he's got BDS, big dick syndrome. Maybe. Or LDS, little dick syndrome. So the basic, I get, yeah, the basic setup of this was that um, he's sending out pulses. Knuckles finds them and Knuckles thinks that he knows where the uh, chaos emerald is or the fucking master emerald, whatever it's called. It's a big jewel that they got to go find. And he Mm -hmm. thinks Robotnik has it. And he's like, I don't. But uh, look at this blue quill. And he's like, where'd you get that from? He's like. Uh, a hedgehog and, he's, and knuckles is like i hate hedgehogs i'm an echidna and we hate hedgehogs uh let's go kill sonic uh, cool. so they do they go to montana <laughs> from <clears throat> from the mushroom planet chase sonic around sonic's like all right uh this is pretty fucked i better get out of here i'm hanging out with the dog I really fuck this house up but i could have the ability to clean it he up put it back fast. together so quickly yeah they have a he he and james james morrison have a talk on the lake where they're like hey with great power comes great responsibility. Essentially, Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I hope you don't die. Uncle Ben. I mean, James Marston, I can't remember what your name is in this. Um, so they fuck off to Hawaii. He's like, Hey, why don't y'all get out of here? Go to that, that, uh, you don't have to fly. Just beat it. Just use this right. This ring. This right. Oh, he drops his rings in it. Like he they does. do in the video game. <laughs> um, so that, so some more shit happens. They show up to Sonic's house Tails comes and hits Knuckles with a car. They escape. And then do they take the, the, oh, they have to go back to the dumbass cop's house and then they find the map. And I can't remember how they got it. They Knuckles drop it or something. Or did they, 
did he already have it? And he was like, oh, I never knew how to read this before. Because he's illiterate. Because yeah. he was dumb. Yeah, there's a whole scene where Sonic learns how to read and write. Oh, no, Sonic had it. It was on the flip first. No, there was a drone or something that came through and like. Yeah, the, I can't remember. The <laughs> eagle thing, the owl was like, Sonic, we need you. Here you go. Yeah, there was that whole thing. I could not remember for the life of me. I was like, who? Okay, so that was like his mom or something from the first. Like, don't remember that from she the She was games. a caretaker. I'll be honest. I was high when I watched this. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i going to take a break from the CBDs after I finish my cartridge just because I think I need to. I like it a little <laughs> too much. I think it does some irreversible brain damage. I probably really fucked myself over. And when I watched this, I definitely feel like that was the case. Yeah, no, that was Morbius. <laughs> um yeah, there was that the whole thing with the map. I was like, okay, so maybe Sonic had it or they found it or something. Anyways, they found out how to read it. They're like, we got to go to Siberia. And uh, we got to I was go. like, it's a bad time to go. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a ter- terrible time to go. Like Russia's like in Ukraine. And then they, they had like a fucking dance off. Didn't even mention it. And they had to, yeah, they had to dance with Uptown Funk in this bar. And Which they, that was so strange, right? That Why whole, was that happening? That whole scene where it seems like every movie has to have like a funny dance off. And this is the second one in a row where they had to go to a bar where they're like not welcome. Like Tails is like, he's really smart. He's got all these gadgets, but some of them don't work quite right. Where like the translator where he's like, hey, can we get two bowls of beef stew? And go fuck your mother. Yeah. And the, the, in Russian, it's like, hey, your breath smells like goat poop. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh man. <laughs> but they they dance and have a good time. And then the people love them. Yeah. And then they all get drunk and pass out and piss themselves. Which is what I can. That whole place smells like vodka and urine. <laughs> mm, the AMC and, theater. And so they fall asleep on the they fall asleep on the floor in front of the fire. And Sonic's like, "Hey, your tails." Oh, that was like, a sweet moment. Though. Let me put this blanket on you. And his like one of his tail like is straight up because he's like covered Sonic. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm about to fuck." And then that weird lady was like, "What's up next yes. to him?" He's like, "We need to get out of here." <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. The movie is just so full of like weird moments. Like like I, it's hard. They just they're so overwhelming the first time you watch it where you're like, that's fucking weird. And then you like talk back to it from someone else that saw it. You're like, you remember what that Russian lady was like snuggling with Sonic? Like, that was fucking weird, right? Like It's like you remember those old Adam Sandler movies, <laughs> yeah. like the penguin and stuff, like in Billy Madison. Yeah. Like, hey, penguin. <laughs> like so random and it never gets called back on. Nope. But this it happens. Whole, this whole movie is just callbacks to other things and just weird, outdated references where he's like, there there was the fucking like after. So they all wind up in the off Hawaii, basically, like the whole subplot with him being a secret agent we already talked about near Hawaii is one of the f- places where the gym is. And um, Robotnik eventually betrays Knuckles because who could have fucking seen that coming? Where he's like, you're less useful to me than a Limp biscuit than a backstage pass at a Limp biscuit <laughs> concert. concert. And I was just like, was that, did they write that? Or did, did Jim Carrey just improvise that? Like it, this whole movie and both of them are full of these just weird one-off references that it, it's like. It's kind of like um, that what? joke that uh, Chris Rock said about G.I.J. Yeah, he's like, you're. You no like- one slapped Will Smith didn't slap him for that. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Fred Durst comes through the the ring next and just beats what? the shit out of Doctor Robot. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's got a chainsaw. It's gonna skin your ass for all <laughs> this. Yeah, but it's, both of these movies are full of moments like that where you're like, 
all right like what it's, I guess it's just that's true, but weird. that was a long time ago. It's like they have a dartboard of just random references, and they just stick whatever the dart falls on. They're like, or they, someone our age is writing it, or maybe a little bit older. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, what's a funny joke about a band that's not relevant anymore? Limp Biscuit. Perfect. Where would you not want to be backstage at a Limp Biscuit concert? Because they're probably not doing anything now. I guess. I guess that's why he's useless. But it's yeah. It's like, what does that mean? Like, why does he say what in this universe? Like, is Limp Biscuit like a thing? Why like, is Limp wh- Biscuit even a thing anyway? Yeah, there was another part where Sonic calls Knuckles the Winter Soldier because he's uh, like snowboarding down the side of a mountain, which is a callback to a video to the yeah. video games. <laughs> but he calls a Winter Soldier, and it's like, okay, all right, like so. <laughs> it's like, what is this universe where it's just our the same as ours, but we have like magic hedgehogs running around that are space aliens. Yeah. And it's this guy that's got weird. Drunk. It's just a list of references, and, but it's like, who is, who are these for? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it's to me, it's like they wrote a movie and they were like, this is how we're going to isolate everybody. We're going to send them off to Hawaii. Right. We're going to follow this story. And they wrote all the story to get Sonic through his arc and then they forgot that they had other human characters. And yeah. They're like, oh, shit. What do we do? OK, we only we, have two weeks to finish this. We break back the Olive Garden general. Uh, that guy's a secret agent now. Uh, Sonic uh, flies through the, the ring because they mix the rings up. Yeah, uh, because who would have saw that coming when they were like, hey, he's doing a magic trick. And, you know, he's got that bag of magic rings. And it's like, oh, oh, it's like, give me the ring. Give me the fucking ring. Give me it just drag. yeah and he, they were like refused to here comes the big snowboarding oh. scene where they- <laughs> the uh scene whenever he's getting that phone call he gets the call and it's the green hill um song from uh sonic i do right. believe and of course they live in green hill montana which is a reference to green hill zone from the first from sonic and that's 1. the very first stage or yeah. set of stages yeah um yeah I, I enjoyed some of the callback stuff and some of the humor being random was kind of funny um and i i thought the human the uh sister I, there were some things that she did and i was like oh that's pretty funny but it was just out of like whatever they were doing it was just like why why yeah, is this I, happening why are you acting like this the, how is this happening what is going on the thing was that i enjoyed all of the cgi characters more than the human people in this if i'm being honest yeah and I was that like, includes jim carrey as being a human being yeah. because i don't think this is his best wasn't as good but he's definitely more interesting than whatever james marston his wife didn't and, really need tells in this movie but i guess you need sonic to play off somebody yeah because james marston is sidelined for the entire thing so they needed sonic to be with somebody else yeah it's like they figured out the arc for the main characters and then they were like they forgot well, what are we gonna do characters. with everybody else <laughs> how are we gonna reincorporate this um, okay, now we need to figure out some dialogue. All right. Lit biscuit. <laughs> what do we Put got? it on there. Fuck it. They're like mad libs. Mushroom coffee. <laughs> just mad libs. Like, all right, so we wrote this out. We've left some things out. Let's make it work, people. The Echidna Hedgehog Wars. <laughs> um, the ending of the movie. I heard some people say the final act was what really brought it home. Final act was like, yeah, it's okay. was the last one. Yeah, it was okay. Where they get saved by the power of friendship, basically. Yeah, I was also, like, where's Robotnik, Vin Diesel here? Yeah, Robotnik is dead, 
maybe <laughs> like uh, he shouldn't be dead. In the last one, he just falls through a portal to another planet. But this, his whole big robot just explodes. And, okay, so we left out the whole part where he, if Han can pull through, he can pull. He through. was just across the street the whole time. Like he's fine. Don't worry. Don't even worry about it. We left out the whole part where he steals the chaos emerald and like just absorbs it and becomes like green and electric. And then he's got like his voice is all like synthy mm-hmm. and he's just even more of a douchebag when he shows up back there. And he's like, bah, 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 bah. And he's the, like the dumb people. cops there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you want me to sit? Sorry. They're like, this is a stick up. And he's like, bah, 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 suck my balls. Bah, 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 and like starts- the guy from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> yeah. He's too- uh he absorbs like all he's like lifting tanks and trains and like breaks them all down and what automobiles sorry it's a reference to a movie trains and automobiles yeah yeah tanks Uh, trains and automobiles that famous steve martin movie gotta love it (laughs) um but yeah and then like i love how dumb the cops and everybody are in all these movies they're They're like They're not good at what they do. They're like you're, you're the bad ones. We're like no, I'm not. We're like yeah, you are. And then like the bad stuff's happening. This is kind of similar to Moon Knight, wherever they're like, hey, this guy's doing bad shit, and they're like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, they always let the villain have a long enough space of time where they can monologue for a little bit, and then by the time they're ready to shoot them, it's too late. Like they're all, they've got like the device behind their back, and like oh, guess what? Fuck you guys. I was just yeah. waiting for this to charge up, and now it's charged. So. Time to die, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> the ending of this movie, um, and they had like the side ending where they're going to bring back in shadow, um, yep. project shadow, um, who is like a Sonic villain. Um, I think that's kind of cool. Um, but we'll see who does it. Who would you like to see to do the voice of shadow? Well, we had Idris Elba do Knuckles. I'm trying to remember Vin what Diesel. Shadows. Yeah, Vin Diesel. I am Shadow. What the, I cannot remember what Shadow's voice sounds like. I can't either, but I believe Shadow's the guy. Um, Are they all just dudes? I, well, I think Tails should be a girl. Yeah, Tails should be. So I always I thought, thought Tails was, it was a girl. It was so strange how they, they made a big deal about Idris Elba being the voice of Knuckles, and then they just got the same voice actor that was Tails in the games to be the one in the movies. Yeah, it's... <laughs> How do I'll, we? Well, maybe they're just trying to own up to like. I guess, but also it like Ben Schwartz barely doing a voice. He just sounds like his normal self. He did a John Ralphio he did. thing. He went ha ha, and he did his <laughs> hand up too. Did he do? Yeah, it was like the worst. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Megan said something. She's like, "Oh, John Ralphio." I was like, "Yeah, I see that." Um, finally. I Finally would like a John Ralphio reference in Sonic. <laughs> I would love to see it be like a girl. I feel like there needs to be like some kind of girl like character and like you can repurpose Shadow. <laughs> Shadow could be whatever you want Hello, it to be. Hello, I'm Jessica Chastain and I'm playing Shadow. Oh, no, you gotta be somebody with like a really iconic voice, I would think. Like Lady Gaga. <laughs> Hello, I'm Lady Gaga and I'm playing Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. It wouldn't be her. God, who would you put? Uh, maybe uh, who's the lady that does Tommy Pickles's voice? Like an actual voice actress. Like she'd go out there and do it and make it sound good. Uh, I can't. Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I'm going out here. I'm going to kill you. Bang, bang, bang. 
Hello, I'm Patrick Warburton, and I'm Sonic, or I'm Shadow. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ward Burton. Is that what you said? You said Patrick Ward Burton? Patrick Warburton, a.k.a. Fucking, uh... Was oh, that the guy uh, from Family Guy and from Seinfeld? Joe from Family Guy and from Seinfeld. Yeah, that's the putty. only reason he was at the top of my mind was because he did the move. Um, I would like to see <laughs> um, who did I say? Ward Burton. Ward Burton from yeah. NASCAR. Yes, voice I knew. Yeah, the next one's gonna be four hours long, and it's just because the dialogue will be so slow. Right, exactly. You Maybe think- it could be John Stamos. John Stamos. Why not, man? Uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't know who else you get in this, but they've they clearly don't have a problem uh, with big name actors. Clockwork Orange guy, um, the English chap. Um, what is his name? Malcolm McDowell. You keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay, I'm pretty but sure yeah. it's Malcolm McDowell. I'm just thinking somebody has like an evil voice, though. His voice is a little older, so. I'm not sure if that would move off. Um, who is a younger person that has like a very evil voice? Maybe somebody at home screaming. You are correct. It is Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. That'll be my vote. All right. Malcolm McDowell is going to be Shadow the Hedgehog. That works for me. Uh, yeah. Tails the Fox can just go off the cliff or whatever yeah maybe um, he just tells- maybe the next one he just goes back to his home plan he's like well i had fun but it's time for me to get back to work and they're like bye tails and he just like <laughs> flies the little biplane off into the or a little tell yeah the tell tells did do the tell thing where it's the tells helicopter except when he was injured and they're like tails get up get the fuck up tails like the water is coming in we need to get the fuck up tails <laughs> or when he got hit when he got hit by the avalanche and like Oh yeah! All right, come on, man! Like we really, we, this would be a good time to get them two tails spinning right <laughs> like, now. <"Nope." laughs> yeah, God, that character just sucked. It's yeah. so needy and just dumb. Yeah, just he's in need of constant validation. Yeah, like, please give us a five star review on the. <laughs> we need the validation. <laughs> let us tails you what? Let let me tails you what? But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, as a final recommendation, I would say if you liked the first one, I'd go see it. I don't think it is a bad movie, but it is. Let's not kid ourselves. This is a children's movie. And I had to remind myself of that <laughs> halfway through. I was like, Ryan, <laughs> this down. is a movie for children primarily made for people with children and people that have children that remember who Sonic the Hedgehog is and drag their children in to watch this children's movie. Um, but having said that, I think it is a funny for the most part with some weird humor, um, decently well-made children, children's movie. Uh, is this a clockwork orange? No, uh, but it could be. No, Uh, (laughs) no. Will this be preserved in the library of Congress for the next thousand years is an example of absolute art in the cinematic landscape no. yes it 100 100 negative maybe the first one uh i i do think robotnik was better than that i do think jim carrey was really just they were just like just be 90s jim carrey and he's like okay and in this yeah i guess you just a little a little bit more subdued he's funny a lot of good lines he's been funnier definitely the highlight probably definitely one of the highlights of this movie but didn't quite steal the show in the same way he did in the first one. Um, I think it's a lack of hair 
um, and you're he made uh, a joke about his mustache. And I can't remember what his mustache looked like in the first movie. It was smaller. Was it? It was normal. But then he had like the shaved head and the classic robotic, like huge mustache in, mm-hmm. the, in this one. And he's just not a fat guy. He joked. Well, he joked about doing the whole movie in a big fat suit. Well, they time. showed him whenever his uh, his minion or whatever was looking at different suits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did have the classic a little Robotnik. sly reference there where he is the Eggman uh, became the Eggman. But yeah, Cuckoo-coo-choo. I liked how he called his assistant sycophant. Well, I don't remember his actual his actual name, but he just called him sycophant. <laughs> what is that a reference of? Uh, it's just a person that's just like a they're real just like people pleaser or someone just obsessed with someone else and we'll just do whatever they say. Oh, okay. We'll just sick of fan. you sick of fan. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Handballs. He made like a calf. Uh, he's owns a coffee shop. Yeah. He's but- making like lattes with a ro- robotics face on it. That was a great job by the way. Yeah. That's how he let him know that he was back in back on earth where he said, bring me my latte. <laughs> <laughs> like, why you gotta be so extra i haven't and seen you in a minute like, get the fuck out <laughs> He's coffee <back>. shop's closed <laughs> daddy's back daddy's back <laughs> and then like didn't even really close the blinds all the way so anybody could see it if they wanted to <laughs> i mean like you know that there's some evil stuff going on because everything is like green in here now yeah sinister shade of green <laughs> Uh, but Ryan, anything else you want to add for this one? Because I think that will. I would wait until us. it came to. I, I guess wait and go to a cheap theater to see this, um, or wait until it comes out. Yeah, if you have a, if you if you got have, kids, maybe it's good. Yeah, if you played those games, I think there may be something there for you. But yeah, especially if you have kids, you want to watch this with your family. Wait till it gets on like HBO or or something like that. Like, yeah, I think that'd be or a good like kill family. your family if they want you to go see it before it comes to. <laughs> Don't pay home. too much money. Don't pay six dollars to watch a Yingling and watch Sonic the Hedgehog two. Six seventy five, and probably looking for a tip too. Oh my god! All you did was twist the cap. I can do that. Yeah. Well, I did not get that beer. I just want to reiterate that Rai Rai did not do that. Right. He told. I you would how- do anything for beer, but I won't do. But that. I won't do that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, guys. Uh, uh, that's Sonic the Hedgehog too. So thank you all for listening. Uh, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. I am Jake's butt plug and this has been Almost Accurate. Nighty night, you bitches. Uh, just came out and hit the table. Uh, Is there, you using that for a marker? Yeah, we'll bring that Why back. Why are you using that for a marker? You, you know it's week. at the end. What are you doing? Yeah, we'll bring that back next. Yeah. <laughs> next week. Uh, yeah, good night, folks. <laughs> Peace.